pilots describe bizarre lights and triangles over Canada to air traffic controllers in Winnipeg. And uh, it's an interesting story. Joining us to talk about it is British science writer Mick West. Hey, Mick, how you doing? Very good. Glad to be here. Well, thanks for joining us. So uh, what are you hearing about all of this? This is it's kind of crazy stuff. Yeah, this is something that's been going, been going on for more than a year. Pilots have been reporting these uh, strange lights, like often in the distance, and they seem to be above them. Uh, sometimes they report them as being in space and going around in uh, different uh, different orientations. And it's kind of a new thing for these pilots. They've not seen things like this before, so they, they kind of think that they're UFOs. There seems to be a bit of a common thread here in these last reports, and it's north of Winnipeg. I'm not really sure what it is, but what are you hearing about the location? Is it something unusual for Canada where, hey, listen, when you get a little north of the U.S. border, there's not a lot up there other than cold weather, polar bears. Yeah, well, what we're seeing is people flying from uh, from uh, east to west or sometimes from west to east, and they see these lights off in the distance. And what they're actually seeing is uh, Starlink satellites. Uh, now, when people hear about Starlink satellites, they think about these long trains of white dots, uh, bright dots that you see in the sky sometimes, and those are Starlinks just after they've been launched. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Starlink satellites, there's actually nearly 6,000 of them up in the sky, and they're just pretty much everywhere you look in the sky that are actually satellites. You just generally can't see them unless the conditions are just right. And when you're in that location, flying east to west uh, over over. Uh, Canada, you're looking towards where the sun is below the horizon and the sun will just reflect off the bottom of the satellites in just the right position in the sky and it gives this really weird illusion where it looks like there's like six or seven things flying around when really, really it's just a few things that are flying through the same patch of the sky. Now, Mick, that's your take on it. That's what because some people want to think it's you know from way out there that kind of thing. But I've heard this yeah. uh, story that you're talking about as well. But there's a special I can't remember with the wordage or there's an expression used for this Starlink uh, phenomenon out there. But but you, you're convinced that that's what it is. Yeah, we call them Starlink horizon flares, and the reason why we're convinced that's what it is is that we've actually matched the video to the orbits of known satellites. Like we've been able to download the uh, the orbits of the satellites from NORAD, uh, and then recreate them in a 3D simulation. Then we take the path of the plane, we take the actual radar data of the plane that tells you exactly where it is, put a camera in a 3D simulation on that plane, look towards the horizon, and we see the exact same configuration of satellites. We see the triangles, we see them crisscrossing. We see the whole thing governments agree with you or do they just kind of scared and they have to make it look like they're checking everything out <laughs> oh i think the governments do agree with me when they actually look into it yeah exactly the uh the, but this is all part of the fun stuff i i gotta think uh when you first heard this what was did you think that this was immediately what it was starlink Right off the top? Uh, we, su- we suspected Starlink, yeah, from the start. It took a while to actually get the math down and get the simulation correct so we could, like, trick, figure out everything. And I wrote a, a program that anyone can use. They just need to go to my website, metabunk.org, and look for the SITREC program, the Night Sky Simulator. You can just put in your location. You can put in the track of your plane, and you can put in the time and the date and just look towards where the sun is, and you'll see these things in the simulator. So anyone can do it. Now, why is this a Canadian thing that we only hear about here, but we're in Canada, I get that, that kind of thing. Does this happen everywhere else? 
It does happen everywhere else, but it happens uh, a lot towards the north and, and the south in the winter just because of the configuration of the satellites. They kind of cross over each other at a position like a certain distance away from the North Pole. So if you're flying east to west and you're kind of lined up with that uh, position where the satellites are crossing, you get a much more spectacular display of these satellites. But you can actually see them from anywhere. It's also extremely dark here in the winter. <laughs> right? Up <laughs> there in the north, there's a, there's a lot of night. Up here in the north, I just went across uh, the, the the pole route from Amsterdam to Edmonton not long ago, and it's there's not a lot of light up there. I got to think from a pilot's perspective, uh, they're just fascinated by this stuff, no no matter what the real story is. Yeah, that's right. I mean, lots of pilots when they see them for the first time, they don't know what they are, and you see them, you hear them on the the ATC, like talking to each other. Sometimes some people know what they are, and they try to kind of fill uh, fill other people in. But a lot of people, when they they hear the explanation Starlink, they immediately jump to that explanation of you know the, the white dots, and they think, oh, that's not it. I've seen Starlink before. That's not it. And they go, their imagination goes in a different direction. So, so Mick, when you heard all this stuff, and I'm just going to play a little of the audio on in a couple of moments, so people can hear what the pilots were saying to uh, the Winnipeg Central, uh, that kind of stuff. But when, when you first heard this, uh, do you chuckle a little bit? Uh, well, I wouldn't say chuckle, but I recognized it because okay. it was something that we've seen before. And we've seen the pilots make the same kind of misidentification before, which is perfectly understandable because it's the first time they've actually seen it. Right. I got you. So if somebody wanted to get a hold of you or somebody wants to find out more information on this stuff, what's the website? Uh, it's called metabunk.org, or you can just uh, you can follow me on Twitter or X uh, at Mick West. That's pretty straightforward. Gotcha. Hey, listen, thanks for giving us your take on it. I love it. Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks, Mick. Thank you, All right, Mick West joining us, British science writer. Okay, I'm fascinated, but th- that's his take. But, you know, don't you want to think it's maybe something else? Isn't that part of the fun of all this?